Support free speech and support the content by signing up at patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. We set a goal of reaching a thousand patrons by December 31st, 2021. The clock is ticking. Time is running out. Please help us reach the goal. This will help us create more content like new music from me, Chingo Bling, every month, like a new single every month in 2022. More videos, more sketches, studio upgrades, more pan dulce, more cafecito, and of course, more podcasts. Thank you guys. And of course, sign up for the newsletter right now at chingobling.com. Take action. Stay ahead of the censors. We can always get deep platform. We can always get shadow banned. But if we can at least have your email, you can know where we're at, where we had to move to. Don't forget, join the Discord. That is the popping ass chat room we all have access to when you become a member of the TIA. That's the Tamal Intelligence Agency by joining the Patreon right now. Go give the podcast a rating and review on iTunes. It will help us out tremendously. And without further ado, let's start the show. Nice. What up, y'all? It's your boy Chingo Bling. We got producer Rob in the building. Good morning, everybody. How are you? Uh, man, I'm doing great. We're going to get even we're even greater because we, uh, we have some magic mind, little uh, green shots of flow state. What's in there, man? Mushrooms and stuff. I'll read the pamphlet in a bit. Yeah, cordyceps mushrooms. You got some nootropics. You got honey. You got matcha. Have you ever had a green shot, like a, like a, you know, like a wheatgrass shot? Yeah. Do you like it? Mm, wheatgrass, you know, it right. just tastes like you took grass like out earth. the ground yeah. and boiled it in some water and then chugged it. So hopefully this has that, that, but like the honey will kind of offset it and you'll just feel like tackle the fucking day. Offset. This is RPT Red Piltamala season number 10, episode 122. It is Wednesday, 12 January, year of our Lord, 2022. I am your host, Chingo Bling. I, I'm a stand-up comedian. Can I give my tour dates, bro? Absolutely. Legalized Freedom Tour. Uh, last show, I read off the tour dates, and there's always like last-minute changes and edits, but this should be final. Raleigh, North Carolina, Europe 1st, February 27th in Raleigh. McAllen, Texas, March 5th. Naples, Florida, March 16th through the 17th. West Palm Beach, Florida, April 3rd. Tacoma, Washington. Beautiful Tacoma, April 7th. Man, we ain't been there in a while. It's going to be interesting. <clears throat> Washington, don't, don't bring that woke shit, man. You know, bring your A game. <laughs> bring your A game. I don't want to see no chap, chop, or chaz. None of them motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, Nashville, Tennessee, April 14th. Beautiful Nashville. Corpus Christi, May 5th through the 7th. That is the Chingo Bling edition. New Braunfels, Texas, May 20th. Abilene, Texas, May 21st. Lubbock, Texas, May 22nd. It's just going to be a chingo de mayo. So many shows in May. San Angelo, June 3rd. Austin, June 9th. Albuquerque, June 15th. El Paso, June 16th through the 18th. Irvine, California. Yo, we did very well in Irvine uh, last year. Tight. July 6th. Ontario was also amazing. July 7th. Denver, Colorado, July 14th through the 16th. Oklahoma City. I've never been at this club. It's called Bricktown Comedy Club. July 28th. Phoenix AZ, August 11th, San Jose, August 24th, Brea, September 14th, Oxnard, September 15th, and more to come, because we're waiting on our Texas dates. Yeah. We're waiting on them. Interesting the way that's kind of panning out. Yeah, we're waiting on them. But, uh, but yeah, man, so Magic Mind, you're getting a free read. Um, hopefully they can sponsor 
something, you know, the tour or uh, the podcast. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I was excited. So if if you for whatever reason haven't heard us talk about it, I heard it on another podcast, a podcaster I've been listening to for over a decade. And uh, he raved about it, and I don't necessarily jump on everything that other podcasters rave about, but I do like things that enhance your ability to recall things, maybe a little bit of uh, memory improvement, anything that's nootropic-like. I'm like, fuck it, I want to try it, because I want some kind of edge when it comes to talking on the mic or just thinking in general, writing, reading. So I bought it, and it came in the mail. This is my, Today, this morning, was my third day taking nice. it. I like it. Yeah. Again, I even told a friend of mine, it could be straight up placebo, but... Hey, fuck it. It doesn't matter. If it works, it works. If it works, it works. If you feel like you're on point... I'll take placebo. 100%. I'll take a sugar pill if it makes me feel like I'm on top of the world. Yeah. So I'm interested in seeing how, whenever you want to take it during the episode, take it, and then we'll see how it, uh, how it you know, Yeah, I'll, I'm going to pop a shot right now. So yeah, man, new tropics, adaptogens, and mushrooms. We're all about that. Mm-hmm. All about optimizations. That's right. And I have jujitsu tonight, sir. Oh yeah, you don't have your wristing on anymore. No. It, it, yeah, I'm doing way better. And uh, maybe on Chingo Chats, I'll tell you about, I went to a Sobadora. Oh, I cannot wait a, for a, that. A lady that does like, psh, boy, she'll break you, put you back together, break you in half, make you cry. Therapy session, release some trauma out your hips, <laughs> put you back together, make you cry some more. She calls me an uyuyuy. She said, I never heard so much before in my life. I was literally crying, y'all. But uh, hey, I feel better. My hip, my hip and all that. You know, I'm getting old. Uh, All that shit. We we tip top motherfucking Magoo. So we did not hit our December goal of 1,000 patrons. Let's make it happen in January 2022. Shout out to everybody on the Discord, man. The uh, weight loss challenge is still coming in hot. Yeah, and as you just heard, the Austin date did get changed, but that's still the end of our first challenge. Yeah. Still February 17th. I'm still going to be uh, stage weight. That's right. Mm. Almost like you had a fight to prepare for, but your mm. opponent dropped out because you exactly. got injured. But you got to stay in shape in yeah. case they call you for the next one. Yeah, I'm kind of like Khabib. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes motherfuckers get scared and shit. I saw Connor in the weight room yesterday. He's back oh, yeah? at working out after Where, that broken in, leg. Instagram? Yeah. How'd he break his leg again? He uh, Remember he was fighting Poirier, and he took a step back, and uh, he rolled his ankle, and it just shattered his fucking tibula or fibula or wow. something. Yeah, yeah, that Poirier was punching him in the face, and uh, man, I was watching some uh, uh, what you call him, Stylebender. Yeah, Israel, Israel Adesanya. Adesanya last night. God damn, dude's talented. He's headlining the Houston show wow. against Robert Whitaker. That rematch, February twelfth. People, I mean, I've been waiting years for that rematch. UFC, if y'all want to sponsor the tour of the podcast, <laughs> holla at us. Get your free read right now. Um, also, man, we go got go check out the uh, the Ghetto Boys Reloaded podcast. I was featured on there. Uh, we talked a little bit of politics, so go leave us a comment. Obviously, all the brown people in the comments are like, Orale, this fool didn't vote for Biden-Harris, homie. He don't like his people, dog. Oh, so you, you didn't have- vote for Biden, <laughs> fool? You don't like your gente? You need to be in the 16% of people that still think that he's doing a good job. Right, right track, wrong track. I guess it's just the fool's gone wild. The little cholos on the net bangers. Those, those are the only ones that think Biden's doing a good job. Orale, homie, you didn't vote, vote for Kamala, homie? You forgot where you came from or what, Big Doc? After you listen to that, go listen to the Chingo Chats with uh, Mike Frost and Toe Down. Mm-hmm. Talked a lot about NFTs, crypto, mm-hmm. the whole like ver- uh, metaverse kind of space. Yes, sir. Yeah, absolutely. Hit that up. Uh, ChingoBean.com. We got a free members area. Go set up an account and uh, you could get the behind the scenes videos every Friday. So I got to turn in my vlog every Friday. How's that been going? <laughs> uh, the first week, you know, I turned it in. So here we are. It is uh, Tuesday as we record this. So yeah, I got a couple of days to um, put it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I added some music to it. Put a little end card at the end of it. Oh, did you, nice. did you see it? 
I didn't see you the end card. I got to go. Okay. Uh, you know, I just assumed it was the same file I gave you. Yeah, I just added music and put some shit in there. Great. Yeah. Perfect, man. I appreciate it. So, Supreme Court Justice Sotomayor. She said, 100,000 kids in the hospital right now. When you heard that or saw that for the first time earlier this week or over the weekend, what did you think? She's just way off. I'm just thinking like, okay, people make mistakes. However, this you're the Supreme Court. You're on the Supreme Court. You're the Supreme Court Justice. And this is such a, a, a hot topic. It, it was They're debating vaccine mandates, correct? Yeah. Something that Biden, mm-hmm. Mr. Unifier, Mr. No More Chaos, Mr. Unity, is uh, trying to create a two-tiered system where you're either going to be a first-class citizen or a second-class citizen. And I like how on the Ghetto Boys podcast, I mentioned that uh, they were like, well, we're divided by race. And I was like, we're divided a lot of ways. Vax, unvax, mass, no mass. They're like, yeah, but we can get past all that. You know, race is something that people wake up and deal with. I was like, well, I can't drink out the uh, vax water fountain <laughs> i was like in new york i can't sit at the lunch counter you know what i mean i gotta pick my food around back so i'm like my race never did that to me <laughs> we're just gonna ignore that aspect i'm of like it? my race never did that to me i wasn't born you know what i'm saying in, in no time like that i'm living in modern day medical apartheid right but uh yeah supreme court justice way off and then of course the view we'll talk about it yeah Go ahead. Uh, yeah, Joe Rogan, side by side, CNN. He's exposing their filters and, and just the fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Someone tried to tell us that, you know, the news is fake. And everyone's like, this fucking Hitler, dude. Stop. And you know what they did? They put an orange next to their names in solidarity yeah. of January 8th. <laughs> January. I tweeted my oranges. I, I couldn't wait to see Twitter get triggered by the orange. Emoji. Your real ones or your avatar? The what now? You're real naranjas or <laughs> some Joey Diaz style? Is that going to be the cover art of your next special? The aguacates. <laughs> Aguacat. You know that means uh, testicles, right? I don't. Aguacat with the, uh, the Aztecs. Uh, Joe Rogan fact checkers. I don't even know what that's about. You're who fact check who? You about to find out. For sure. Uh, Eric Adams, the new uh, New York mayor, he hired his brother. You know, so hey, fuck it. Trump hired his kids, man. Fuck let me, it. Let me see if his brother uh, uh, worth a fuck or not. Project Veritas. <sighs> Coming in hot. How long until this story gets hidden, gets you deplatformed, demonetized? Um, Shit, it's too late. They're already trending. Number one. Oh, man. James O'Keefe, you're doing the Lord's work. James O'Keefe, if you're ever in Houston, uh, you should be able to go into any strip club in Houston and all the Magnosas need to jump on you. <laughs> be like, girl, that's James O'Keefe. You better handle that. That's James O'Keefe. He's going to expose me. I don't know if I want to. Yeah. Yeah, they might be doing an undercover sting right now, but that's James O'Keefe, girl. Better give him some. Yeah, Project Veritas got a hold of some documents from uh, DARPA where it basically exposes that Fauci was lying on the stand under oath all about that gain of function. Uh, Your boy Tucker Carlson went savage mode on Wall Street Pelosi. That's what we're going to call her. Inside Traders Info Pelosi. Yeah, and I came up with that name, by the way. I didn't see it anywhere else. Wall Street Pelosi. I like the branding on that. I want some credit for that. I like that branding. So back at the top here, we have uh, the justice, uh, Sonia. How do you pronounce her name? Sotomayor. 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 As some might say. Sotomayor. Um, I did a little reading about her this morning. Uh Uh-oh. What'd you find? So she comes from a family of immigrant Puerto Ricans. Okay. Grew up in the Bronx. Okay. New Yorican. New New Yorican. The BX. Probably, you know. Uptown. Yeah. Jamming to things like El Alpha before El Alpha was around. I don't know what kind of, you know, music uh, Puerto Ricans influenced New York with back in the day. Oh, yeah. Back then, it was probably a lot of salsa music. A lot of salsa music. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's, you know, she's had a history of being a liberal type judge. And she was like Obama appointed. 
she was Obama appointed. She was Clinton appointed okay. to like the second or third circuit of appeals, and then Obama appointed her in like '09 after there was a retirement uh, that took place in the Supreme Court. And one of her like famous rulings or or, or like a swaying of was in the affirmative action case. She was very pro affirmative action, um, very pro Obama Care Act, I believe. Uh, a couple other things. So it was just it was interesting because. I don't know, maybe you can get your thoughts. When you have parents that come from Puerto Rico, you know, they come from uh, just another country in general, and then you get here, oh, he's about to pop that new drug. I'm going to let you finish, and then I'm going to pop this shot. And then, you know, your dad was a manual labor worker. He died when he, she was young, and her mother wa- had to work uh, double time, plus became a nurse to be able to support her family. Okay. And then you grow up, you know, you go to law school, and you're able to get into Yale and do some of these, you know, what, what should be pretty great things, and they are. Then you become a Marxist. <laughs> Essentially, in and a they, sense. And they put you in debt for it. You've just, you've like abandoned the thought, you know, and I'm sure she could frame it in any way that would make it sound all great and dandy and, uh, dandy and roses and, and all that shit. But where we sit today, she was so off. I don't know who to blame. Like, is it her way of thinking about it or the fact that the mainstream media did such a good job of hiding all the information of putting nothing but misinformation out there that a Supreme Court justice went ahead and said some shit like 100,000 kids are basically dying of this. Uh, let me put it in layman's terms. <laughs> she was talking out her ass. <laughs> she was talking out the side of her neck. She just pulled a number out of thin motherfucking ass. She's like, 100,000 kids, bah, baby's in the hospital. I see you. Das. She just like fucking made shit up. She's like, oh, this is still very serious. We got 100,000 babies on incubate, people getting ventilated. They dying. They piling up bodies. And it's like, uh, who, who are you talking about? Omarion? Which, which, who did that? Delta? Where? Like, where is this happening? In your dreams? What's going on? Meanwhile, you got the CDC uh, admitting that the numbers are inflated. You know, they're like, actually, 75% of all the motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying, had about four comorbidities. They was old, had this, that, and the third. Going Didn't on. she use the phrase, you know, uh, are in the hospital with, not for COVID? Yeah, Remember? Yeah, the She's, CDC. The CDC director. Uh-huh. We yeah. said that literally two yeah. years ago. Yeah, all the conspiracy. <laughs> we said Everybody that two they call conspiracy theorists, bro. What's the scoreboard? Conspiracy theorists, what we got? 2,385 points. At least. And then the woke mainstream is zero. zero. Negative. They're negative, yeah. It's like everything people were saying, everything from vax passports, mandates, people were saying pretty soon it's going to be jab or job. They're like, (laughs) it's just to keep us safe. It's not going to happen like that. And it's like, Hey, um, they were doing gain of function research and we were funding it with our taxpayer dollars and and it did not come out of the wet market. It came out the Wuhan Institute of Virology. <laughs> oh my God, seditionist. How you're an insurrection. You're you're inciting an insurrection right now with your language. That is Asian hate. Stop it. How do you feel about your comment section from two years ago versus now? I don't know if I blocked everybody. I mean, <laughs> every once in a while you get people that are like, you, fucking, you fucking sell out. We need real people like SPM. If only you were real like SPM. He didn't forget his people. It's like, he, I don't think he could vote from where he's from, where, where he's at right now. Number one, I don't think he's allowed to vote right now. Number one. Dude. Let's pop this shot. All right, Magic Mind. Shout out to Magic Mind. Uh, matcha. It has matcha in it. I love matcha. Good. You, you fuck with matcha? Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. I mix you, it with my you, smoothies and shit, my but greens. But do you ever drink it like a hot matcha latte? No. You never had a matcha latte? Mm-mm. Yeah. Just a straight... No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to find a place to get one since I've boycotted Starbucks. Even right here at um, Doshi House, they have them. Okay. Uh, adaptogens, which help you relax. Uh, nootropics. 
nootropics, whatever. Keeps you focused. Honey, makes you happy. Hmm. Herbal supplement, two ounces. Uh, only 15 calories. I'm about to pop this shot. Got, got one gram of fiber, two grams of uh, sugar. Comes from the honey. Uh, total carbs, three gram. Protein even, one gram. Vitamin C, 100 milligrams. Sodium, 20 milligrams. And then it's got ashwagandha. Para la riata. I'm going to have to text my vieja. Hey, this shit had ashwagandha in it. You better watch out, girl. Call the babysitter. Call the babysitter. She already here. Uh, has a lot of stuff in there. Uh, cordyceps, you know, mushroom type shit. Uh, black pepper extract. Vitamin D, which you need. Um, so let's pop the shot. We're all about health. We're doing the weight loss challenge on the Discord with members of the Thea. And, um, I mean, we are in a pandemic. This is the best time, if ever, to, to watch your BMI, you know, shave off a couple pounds. Uh, especially if shit pops off and shit gets kinetic. Mm-hmm. You want to be able to get up and move. You hear me? Here we go. Popping it. Hmm. Good, right? I thought you were going to like sip and then chug. You just went right to the dome. My bad. Don't maybe, play. Maybe I shouldn't have shot it. No, no. Good. Good for you. We don't fuck around. We don't have step. You hear me? So, where were we? What do you think of the taste? I think it's good, man. It's not very. It, it, it's not it, as earthy as you would have expected, right? At all. Yeah. It almost feels like it has like a little bit of lime juice in it. Yeah, or pepper of. or something. Well, yeah, it does have a little yeah, like pepper. Uh, I can't wait to see um, what kind of high I get off this shit. Tight. So, yeah, man. Uh, also, did you see The View? Sunny Hostin. I didn't. Everybody's favorite talking head on daytime television. No. She chimed in. It was like, although Sotomayor was maybe a little off with her data, it, you know, she basically was saying like, she's wrong, but she's right. God damn it. Yeah. I got to so, find it now. You know, I, I've, I've had maybe some blind optimism my entire life. And even the last two years, when we chat about it from time to time, you're like, you think we're going on the right? You know, you, th- yeah. you think we you're have to You're always pretend- like, oh, they're not going to allow that to happen. That's going to get struck down. Right. And then now the Supreme Court thing with the OSHA thing, that for sure is going to be dead on arrival. Or, I mean, it's basically dead on arrival now after these opening arguments. But we'll see what happens. Uh, I don't know, man. I feel like people are waking the fuck up. You got CNN also, uh, Stelter, Seltzer, fucking Alka-Seltzer guy talking about no one's watching the news, they're turning it off. Yeah, Yeah, I saw that clip. Right. People are waking the fuck up. But they're like, we're really frustrated. Like, we want to get the info out here at CNN. We want to get the info out to the people, but they're not listening to us. Guess what? That's the result of pushing hoax after a hoax, after a hoax, these are the same people that made the little white boy from the Catholic school, the Covington kid. Uh, I forget his name, Nick. Nick something. Sandman? Yeah, Nick Sandman. Uh, I call him Nick the multimillionaire. That's Straight what I call up. him. He's a boogeyman to them now. I mean, they pushed so many hoaxes from the Russia collusion. It was Russia, 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 Russia. Trump is illegitimate. They hopped on TV, told us they were peaceful protests because the elephant in the room, you're not allowed to be like, uh, hey, motherfuckers are breaking the law, looting. It's like, hey, you are you doing a racist dog whistle? Are you being racist right now? Are you? Is that what you're doing? It's like, no, I'm just saying we need law and order. Oh my god, did you just say law and order? You're a fucking white nationalist, bro. You might as well get your tiki torch. So fuck CNN. How about that? This morning I saw the clip of Jake Tapper talking to Sanjay Gupta, and it seemed like for the first oh. time he was getting. Uh, the light bulb to go off in his head where he's like uh wait a minute this sounds a little bit like if xyz is actually going on with overreported numbers it seems a little little off a little like uh disingenuous almost and mm-hmm. sanjay gupta same thing trying to like turn it around like well even though the percentages aren't quite it's just really hard to parse out of the data yeah it's really, how do we parse it out bitch 
you're supposed to be the neuroscientist, parse it out. Well, then he said, we're two years into this. Yeah. We need to have the best information possible. I never thought I'd say this, man, but shout out to Jake Tapper. Because yeah. sometimes he be having some sense. I mean, yeah, his producers are on some chomo shit. <laughs> his producer listens to chomo rap. People don't forget. People do not forget that his producer listens to chomo rap. Um, religiously. But yeah, Jake Tapper made a good point. He's like, Sanjay, we've been in this shit two years, bro. And you're telling me that they're reporting as a COVID number, COVID case, somebody with a broken leg or fell off a motorcycle or whatever, they come in for heart issues or something. And because they have COVID, it gets filed a certain way. And they're just like, yeah, you know, it's kind of hard to parse out. And then Sanjay Gupta said, well, that happens all the time. You know, it happens all the time. For example, you might be coming in for cancer, but you also have diabetes. So, I mean... You also have diabetes. It's funny the word games <laughs> of fucking play with people, right? So this this is actually a good clip because it goes into uh, the the uh, Sotomayor's COVID thing, and then also just how the White House is handling some of this shit. So let me get your take I on it. To weigh in on ongoing litigation before the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. but not long ago in this room, the Surgeon General told us that COVID misinformation was a public health threat. Um, I'm wondering if the White House is at all concerned, uh, given. Uh, Supreme Court Justices Sotomayor's remarks about the Omicron variant um, that maybe the danger is, is being overhyped and your message is not getting out? I think I just addressed this. Didn't I answer this question? Please don't answer my question. There is misinformation that is being spread so much so that even a sitting Supreme Court Justice has an inaccurate picture of things? Again, I'm just not going to weigh in on a specific legal argument made in the court. And then I know you've been asked several times about Chicago. You've said it here. You've said it before. Uh, you know, the, the president clearly wants schools to be open. Um, there's been money that's been allocated. Uh, can we expect that the president will be more aggressive and use the this is about schools, but we're going to get into that too. teachers unions in Chicago uh, to get black in the classroom? I mean, this is the uh, third, the nation's third largest school district. Well, again, I would note the president has been very clear, as we, we have been clear. We are on the side of schools being open. That is why he advocated for funding in the American Rescue Plan, and we will continue to convey that clearly because he believes the mental health impact on kids uh, is could be dire, and it is imperative that kids are in the classroom. More than 95% of schools across the country are doing exactly that, and we're hopeful that will continue to increase. The funniest clips are Jen Psaki answering questions. Uh, Peter Ducey begin her. Did you see the one when Peter Ducey said, I'm triple vaxxed, caught covid you're triple vaxxed caught covid and then he's like um i I, th- I don't know if he was asking about like the messaging or like what are we missing here i can't remember the exact question but saki was like uh well you know it should be noted that the data you know shows that you're 17 whatever it was, yeah, 17, 14 yeah, times yeah, yeah. more likely to be hospitalized uh, for covid if you're not vaccinated that's why uh this administration is dedicated to uh and he and it's like how to lie with statistics because the chances of you being hospitalized for it anyway is like what minute it's like what one percent point something point zero one so when you sit up here and say oh you 14 times well hold on are you telling me i went from point zero one to point one and in order to get for or whatever right in order to get to obviously that's not 14 times but from something minute to like slightly less minute and i'm supposed to take this experimental thing that maybe isn't good for me i might be allergic to it but you're telling me i have to do it because 14 times of 0.0 whatever 
Yeah, you know, we really should read that book. I want to read How to, how lie, to lie with, with yeah. Statistics. How to Lie with Statistics. So when they reference things on TV or on the news or whatever, people are so either out of it, don't care, or they're genuinely busy, or they you know, can't find a time to understand it, or whatever it is. They don't even go and, and find the information. Like when you make a reference like that, let's just say that they happen to, let's say today they come on the news and they're like, uh, you know, oh, we've, we've had a 50% spike in, uh, in a pool of COVID tests or whatever, whatever, whatever. People, let's just say that the, the pool was two people and one of the people tested positive and they use that as a 50% spike in this pool of tests. And people just listening to it, they'll listen to it. They won't see or they won't go look at who did the, the study or the poll, how many people were in the poll, the fact that there were two people in this poll, but there's a 50% spike, so we're going to run with that. And then they tell their neighbors and they tell their tia and then they tell their fucking teacher or work coworkers or whatever. So my point is, it's really tough for people to go out there and find the information a lot of the times because they're just, they're either not, I don't know, man. They, they don't want to. They don't have the time. Plus, another, on top of that is, yeah, they're busy, but also they have too much faith in the mainstream media. Yes. They still think it's news. Well, that's it, fading fast. Yeah, but for the average normie, that's still the news. I saw it on the news. Uh, number two, they don't really teach statistics like that in regular lower grade public school you know what i'm saying like whatever like that's more of some college type shit right yeah like, it's like entry-level college you gotta maybe have a certain major or minor to even be taking statistics but even if you did are you all of a sudden you're a statistician you know how to break down data so they're able to just get on tv and be like um actually 14 times blah, 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 blah. and it's like okay trick that don't convince me to <laughs> take some experimental shit that y'all were hating on when trump was in office when trump made it y'all were like i don't think we should be trusting this and then all of a sudden biden comes in you better take your goddamn medicine god i hate oh speaking of the white house line about statistics you sent us uh, a white house post on instagram hilarious so it is a very 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 inaccurate i thought the chart was upside down <laughs> it shows um on the what is which one's y which one's x the y axis is up okay up. y is vertical i believe see i just finished criticizing motherfuckers don't know statistics so you had uh, thousands of jobs created by month and that's the y the x axis you have presidents you have biden trump obama bush clinton uh bush the daddy and then reagan and basically bro they have it set up to where biden smushed everybody he crashed everybody like his number is through the roof how they drew jobs created. <laughs> Trump is the only one they drew as a negative. They drew his thing going down. Everybody else is just as like up. You know, the next lowest person after Trump is a uh, W. Bush. Um, but their caption is under President Biden, the economy has created more jobs per month than under any other president ever. And then the comments. <laughs> These comments how many are, comments are there, by the way? But now, how do you see? Well, one comment alone had forty three thousand likes. So, how do you see the total? Comment? If you just go back to the front of the of the post, it should say like before. Oh shit, fifty seven thousand <laughs> comments, and you can't find out one positive comment. All of them are like North Korea. They about to outdo y'all, which y'all's propaganda. Um, someone said, "Okay, now I know this is a fake account." Someone said, I, I, I do have to say one thing. This administration is great at skewing charts and graphs. Someone said, Kamala must run this account because that's some shit. Um, this, isn't, this isn't insulting intelligence. It's freaking hilarious. Uh, you know, propaganda. Ha, ha, ha. So many jokes on this page. What a joke. Uh, this is hilarious. 
such bullshit, hysterical, comedic, clown emojis, biggest lie ever. Um, no one believes this. Just everyone's saying, is this satire from the Babylon Bee? This is quite the spin job. Uh, title error should read, amount of damage done to economy <laughs> by each president. People are like, y'all really can't believe this. Um, propaganda and one convenient graphic. I mean... Was it was there a time frame for this? I, I forgot because I read it like a couple days ago. Was it jobs created over what? The course of... Uh, was it months? It shows uh, thousands of jobs created by month. By month, right? That that way of framing that is such an obscure, weird like way of doing it. No one's ever done that. There's never been polls and charts talking about other presidents month to month, right? They're using a basically what I'm calling a post-COVID you know, resurgence of our economy. And that's the number that they choose to, to say month after month, that's created more jobs. Yeah, people in the comments are like, you can't take everybody's job away and then let some people go back to work and be like, I created jobs. <laughs> yeah. And they're saying, if I, um, what did they say? Like, if I, if I turn off the light and then turn it back on, I can't be like, look how many light bulbs I created <laughs> or something stupid like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad analogy <laughs> no that's so funny but it just don't make no sense it's just a bunch of lying it's just illegitimate man this whole regime is illegitimate if you look at some of the polls like we don't even have time to get into all this some of the polls man i don't know if it was rasmussen or who but they go around asking people democrats independents and republicans like are we on the right track or the wrong track and, they, and then they break it down by like ethnicity and stuff latinos hispanics mexican americans they're all just like bitch like zero approval it's like nine percent single digits everything else they got a two handle in front of it like it's like pfft. who are these people that think we're on the right track between bear shelves bear shelves biden you know what i mean yeah they were supposed to be bear you know, shelves biden yeah they were supposed to be the adults like you know <clears throat> trump is divisive that's why we need this old ass man to get up in there and unite everybody and that's a problem that's a problem. Yeah. Y'all go look, y'all go give us a comment, man. Um, let us know what you think. Are we on the right track or the wrong track? Yeah. And the the poll, if I'm correct, the one that you're citing is like one of the most recent ones where the, the pool of people was like 1,800 or 1,500 people. It was a really, really big pool of people. Mm -hmm. And it's historically the lowest approval slash confidence people have ever had in any administration. Or should I say regime? Historic. Historically, Like yeah. you can't find, first of all, no one has ever debated the legitimacy of a president as much as they are now. You know what I'm saying? The American people are starting to be like, damn, either we need a do-over or this shit didn't really go down like this. After this, I mean, people might take that into consideration, in, more into consideration in the future, like do-overs or the process to like, uh, what do you call it, audit some of these results. But ideally, you don't want to have that issue at all. Well, guess who ain't going to let you audit? Democrats. The Democrats, they want the more um, the more ballot boxes, ballot harvesting, which they've uncovered in Georgia. Um, obviously, you know, people on the left be like, well, what about gerrymandering? And, you know, the Republicans are trying to suppress voters by asking for ID. And you know, all this type of shit. As I read for shit, you know, for day to day for, for the show and just for my own general understanding of what's going on around the world, I think to myself, the the regular common folk, we're as common as it gets when it comes to politics because... We dove into it more than we had in the past over the last two years now. And you have friends, family, acquaintances who, if you brought any of the subjects we talk about, they probably know 1% of what we're talking about, if not less, right? 
So when you have mainstream media or you have like uh, even your crowders and pools at breaking points, these shows, they're talking to a certain demographic that's already like all in understanding or trying to understand what's going on. I don't understand how they're going to sway or convince people who aren't in the know at all, but they're still voters, right? What I like, or I think we try to do, is break some of that shit down to where you just at least question what's being told to you on the mainstream media, and then you go do a little bit of research. Just do that 1% research you didn't do during the 2020 election when 2024 comes around. You'll be mind-blown if you just do that. To go from 0 to 1%, you'll be one of those people that understand what happened with the fucking laptop from hell, and you'll be in that one of the percentages that would have changed their vote had they known that when the election was, was here. Yeah. It's like, pick your poison, man. Like, anything. You could even be like... Like, hey, so what happened with this Russia collusion thing? And just be like, damn, these motherfuckers just been lying and framing this dude as Orange Man Hitler. Yeah. You know. And I don't think, I'm not saying that some of these subjects aren't important. And I listen to some of these outlets fucking like, I, like I'm like i a glutton for punishment because I get so irritated sometimes at some of the way that they spin things, that they talk about things. And it's just like, it makes me want to do a better job of talking about some of this shit, even if it sounds conspiratorial, or we put our own whatever narrative. I don't know who it was. I think somebody on Bannon's show was saying how like, um, oh, no, it was Marjorie, I think Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's like, I want to be honest, like, I'm coming in with a narrative that I want everybody to understand or to follow. We're doing the same thing, but it's like, who's got, whose narrative is full, more full of shit than the others, basically? Because if no one's 100% honest, or if you can't believe anybody 100%, who's lying to you less, at least, to make a better informed decision for what's going on in your community or your, your life? Yeah, and that's why the mainstream media is losing credibility pronto. Uh, and case in point, Joe Rogan, <clears throat> hadn't he posted this already, the side-by-side comparison? I he'd never, I never saw it until over the weekend. He posted it on his Instagram account. And it's just like, it's so blatantly fucked up, right? Yeah. It's like... So we immediately threw the kitchen sink. So it's that video that people, if you're just listening, you've seen it, right? But look how crazy that looks. It looks like the Hulk in the top version. Dude, they had to like do a lot of work to that footage to make him look like he's dying. Make him look gray. Whereas if the actual footage looks like a regular dude saying what he took. And how it worked for him. Yeah. The only thing he looks like in the bottom video is Dana White a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that. So so when um when uh he had uh he hit people with the one two punch, he had Peter McCullough mm-hmm. and then he had uh Robert Malone. Mm-hmm. And some of the stuff they were saying is like there's been a concerted effort to what's the word, man, dismiss, uh frame uh, you know, propagandize ivermectin and, and hydrochlor- hydroxychloroquine and any other kind of like therapeutics or treatments that you that if you take it early on, depending on what data and science you believe in, supposedly the shit works. And supposedly there's a lot of studies that kind of back that up, whether it's like different countries or just doctors, anecdotal <clears throat> evidence, or even just historically medicine has been, you know, given out even prophylactically which my dad caught they said he was positive right the Mm -hmm. other day and he's like i feel fine he's like i think it's just a cold and i was like bro you're 79 diabetes you done had all kind of you done went into diabetic coma one time oh shit uh you done had a heart attack like 79 bro what do you think they prescribed him as a covid positive 79 year old ibuprofen close Mucinex oh. and uh, Claritin. For it. And I'm like, and I literally told him like on FaceTime, like, bro, we shut down the whole country. And they gave a 79-year-old with all these comorbidities over-the-counter medicine. And I was he- like, I was like, someone's not doing a job. Uh, real quick. And I was just saying, 
my thing is, why didn't they just give him a little ivermectin just in case? Mm. Prophylactic. Like, it's not going to do nothing to you. <clears throat> and he's, uh, he's jabbed? Yeah. Because of mm-hmm. the, uh, you know, precon- you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's in that category that really should yeah, consider. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's old to where it's kind of like, man, you might want to get the jab. Yeah. You That's know, crazy. It's going to give you a 1% edge or whatever. There was another, uh, that one-two punch you're talking about. He also had on the other doctor, not, not sh- uh, long after. Who was it? Uh, shit. Another doctor? Yeah. Uh, uh, John. Was it Pierre? No. No, no, no. It was John uh, Corey? A- Abermanson. No. Okay. Did you listen to that one? I don't know about that one. Yeah, he's uh, this guy. Okay. He is a... John Abramson. Yeah. He's an MD from Harvard, a medical school lecturer. He's a a national drug litigation expert. It was really interesting, too. Uh He wrote a book called uh, Sickening, How Big Pharma Broke American Healthcare and How We Can Repair It. So that was in between the McCullough and the Malone. The triple punch. Yeah. So look at this. Uh, The Associated Press said... No evidence video color was manipulated in CNN news segment. Claim, CNN altered the color in Joe Rogan's Instagram video to make him look sickly. Tim Pool posted this? Yeah. He said lies. I mean, how can the AP, how can the Associated Press straight up in your face say, there's no evidence. This is the same shit they say about the elections and everything else. There's no evidence that support, like anything, it clearest, fairest elections. Were they audited? There's no evidence. Why? Y'all ain't look. Or like when people said, hey man, it was feds mixed in with the militias and the oath keepers and the three percenters and the proud boys. Like they were informants. It's like there was no evidence that the FBI and the CIA has something to do with that psyop. No evidence. Everything. The elections. Uh, there were a lot of allegations of like shenanigans. No evidence. Puro pedo, man. There's no evidence. It's so ridiculous because wh- whoever was it said it to uh, that was talking about the percentage of people that can't be or for some whatever reason aren't uh, susceptible to the brainwashing or to the call it hypnosis of the mainstream media. Let's just say that maybe we aren't and a lot of the listeners of the podcast aren't. You're going through life with all these other people that are just, uh, you know, the sheep in that video that we posted on the What Did He Said page that you sent me. Uh, it's got to be a little tough. It's like that movie with Rowdy Piper that we always reference. It's just like, man, I'm like, who th- yeah. am I seeing the same shit? Am I listening to the same shit? Like, wh- what's going on? Where's this messaging coming from? I got to pop an edible and watch that movie. Yeah, I've never seen it. I want to watch it. Yeah, I was a kid when it came out. I, don't, I, don't, I just remember, like, that overall motif, that little theme of, like, oh, shit. So, you know, uh, there's a conspiracy that... He after the after that movie came out or after he made it or whatever he was going around saying that it was more of a documentary and he died shortly after. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if you can connect those dots. Skeptical hippo eyes. Yeah, I don't know if we could uh, connect those dots. But but you made a very interesting point. Uh, Rob just said, "Why is it that some people, you know, can question these things and be like, bro, the Associated Press is lying through their teeth." That that video is clearly doctored by CNN or name your topic, right? Anything like like, well, how many boosters like, wait, is there going to be an adverse effect after getting 55,000 motherfucking boosters? Like maybe we should chill out on some of these boosters for some of these people, right? Maybe it ain't for everybody. And um, how is it that another portion of the country like still believes in the mainstream media? And, and here's what I want to say. Shit. 
I used to watch The View. You know, we make fun of that on this show quite a bit. You know, because my wife would be watching it. She was my girl at the time. And I'd just sit there and like, okay, oh, what, what would be say? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> trying to get some brownie points, be a little mandilon. And um, I, like I said, I got to give Scott Adams props because when I was listening to his podcast, he, he always would make a good point of like breaking down how persuasion works, how the human brain um processes information how you can be influenced and he would always promote these books like uh robert cialdini it's called influence the power of influence um it's all about persuasion so you can be persuaded especially when the news quote unquote these news networks you know they carefully curate what stories they want to package for you. And then you got the talking heads and then their opinion shows and what they choose to leave out and how they want to make the other side, the other team look like America's enemy, right? So you end up watching two movies on the same screen. That's the Scott Adams thing. Um, You could get stuck in a new silo. Like if you only consume leftist mainstream media, some of the stuff we, we say on here and that, you know, whether it's like your Project Veritas stuff or anything like that, it'd be like, what? You know what I mean? It's a little disheartening that people could be fooled so easily, right? For so long. <clears throat> For so long and continue to still. There was a post I saw, I may have screenshot it, but um, I mean, it's kind of in, in, in line with what we've said for a long time now, but it was kind of, no, I didn't screenshot it. It was along the lines of like, it's always the ones who who enjoy doing what they're told, who believe they're the most virtuous versus being, um, you know, something else, misled or lied to or whatever, something to that effect. And that's what it is. And it's almost like it's so paradigm shattering that if you read that Associated Press, you know, factometer thing, or you read a political political fact, whatever, and you came to the realization and understood that they were lying to you, like, for instance, let me tell you this. Mike Rowe was on Tim Pool's podcast last night. Love Mike Rowe. And he made a really uh, interesting point where he's like, never in history, he goes, there's a lot of tropes and a lot of uh, fallacies and things that have been brought to light over the years over, over human history, right? He goes, never in time has there been something like follow the money. It's never been debunked. Like, it's, you can never not say follow the money and find basically the evidence you're looking for. And he goes, now in history... That is the most evident thing that you could follow and say right now to understand why Congress is doing what it's doing at times, why the big pharma, why this regime. Follow the motherfucking money. Mm. So he was, so Mike Rowe was on some uh, red pill shit? Oh, yeah. He does things with PragerU, and he's, he's super, super red-pilled. Okay. Yeah. I had no idea. Mr. Dirty Jobs himself, yeah. He's all about work. He's all about capitalism. He's about, you know, it, it was really interesting. If you've never followed, or if you don't follow Mike Rowe, he's a great follow. But how does he get around getting canceled and being labeled a, a racist? He's Mike Rowe. People love this guy. It's almost like Chip and Joanne Gaines. Like his audience love him. Well, Chip and Joanne caught flack when they donated pff, a little bit of money to to what like a uh, Chip's sister who had a, an organization that was going to go against CRT. Right. Uh, I mean, also, I mean. He, He's kind of like a Joe Rogan character. I mean, he catches shit, but what are they going to do? Like, they just renewed Dirty Jobs for the 20th season, you know, or our 21st season. He does the Planet Earth voiceover. Like, he's just a famous guy who, like a Chris Pratt, is openly conservative. But Chris Pratt ain't never went on Tim Pool. No, you're right. He really should. I cannot wait for him <laughs> to go. That's what I mean. Uh, I guess I got to go listen to see how he uh, tap dances around, like, besides saying, follow the money. He doesn't I'm, tap to, he doesn't tap to. So he just it. says, like, so is he on there saying it, the CCP 
And like, I'm not the, done the, with the episode. The but NIH. Yeah. Oh yeah. He calls out the NIH. Does he call out Frouchy? What oh, do you yeah. say about Frouchy? I mean, he has in the past. Like, he's just like he even referenced Project Veritas, I believe. Don't quote me on that. But he points all that shit out. He wants his audience to be to know that like it's not what you see all the time. You've got to go searching for more. Like, you can't just take it for face value. Like, there's more to it always. Question: uh, Before we fuck around and, and skip over this, so you pulled up the AP fact check Mm -hmm. right how do people believe that like what what are the tim pool comments i mean what what uh backlash have they gotten how can you literally post those two videos side by side and say there's no evidence that it was doctored uh i actually already deleted it but um but it's like what do y'all mean there's no evidence you know it's like we didn't see them photoshop it is that what they mean like it was pretty vague wasn't it like go into detail how, how, how did you check did you check the file oh we ran it through the software where it shows us if it bitch you can use your eyeballs there's no incentive for the ap to go against their audience's beliefs what why why would they do that man you straight up like i know um we try to have a what's the word man benefit of the doubt yeah benefit of the doubt for things we're always like you know, I'll give ourselves credit to be like, well, you know, people on the left, they might see it like this. Or, well, if you consume this or, well, it's nuanced. Or I can see how maybe Jen Psaki in her mind mm-hmm. believes she, well, she ain't lying. You do have a 14 times chance, whatever. But how can you look at this fact check and say, well, they fact checked it for me. There's no video. Uh, there's no evidence of any tamperment. About two months ago, there was another story like this that came out. And uh, whatever, I don't know if it was PolitiFact or whoever it was, maybe AP, they did the very, very similar thing. Might have been Snopes even. I think it was Snopes, actually. And I forgot what it was, but it was on this level of unbelievably untruthful to the audience right so crowder they, they brought it up on the show and his live audience he, he told his live audience like send them go to their contact us page and send them a request to change this information because it, it was already it had already come out on mainstream media that they had gotten something wrong and snopes hadn't changed it which by the way you can't i mean if you want to trust snopes it's like saying you can trust everything google puts in front Beach. of you you might as well yeah you might as well google everything yeah. and believe wikipedia while so you're... by the next day's show airing uh they had changed it and made an edit to whatever the result was but they didn't like if i'm not, if I'm not mistaken they didn't put why they changed it they didn't make like any kind of uh i'm not apology but like a, a, a retractment they just changed it and it was all because crowder pointed it out the audience went and demanded so if the people knew and the people wanted change change could be made yeah arguably <clears throat> yeah, we got to push back against these fake-ass fact-checkers. Fact-check these nuts. Um, side note, you, you saw when Bash posted a picture of he and I yeah. from back in the day. On January 6th, uh, he posted the photo. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize it was... Coincidentally, like- bro, I don't know if you looked at his comment section, but he probably was like, oh my God, like, ah, like all the pitchforks were right there on his Instagram page. And... Uh, I guess one of the most comical slash frustrating things is, you know, y'all know the kind of stuff we talk about, right? We talk about things like, yo, look at how they fake fact check Joe Rogan or look at the um, the what Project Veritas just found or look, look at this White House post is full of shit. Like things that arguably are not, orale, I hate my raza. Like there's nothing anti-Mexican, right? Yeah. We're just basically calling out the bullshit and trying to get us back to a, a strong economy or the old normal. Like, let's not all get chipped up. 
and being this fucking social credit score. Like that's the kind of stuff we talk about. Freedom. Now, someone like Baby Bash will post a picture of he and I, and the comments are just Uncle Tom, sell out. You know, forgot where you came from. It's like, whoa, 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 pause. Where'd you get that from? Uh, uh, cause, um, <clears throat> cause you know, cause Trump. They hate us. Cause Who Trump. Hates us? They, cause they don't want us here. Who? Uh, uh, Trump. Republicans don't want us here. And it's like, how? We're citizens. Like, how are we going to get deported? You know what I'm saying? Like, th- th- they don't like you, Chingo. And, and you just didn't want to pay taxes. And it's like, are y'all not listening to any of the other shit we're saying? Which is, how safe are the jabs? Uh, is it fair to do these federal mandates? What's going to happen with domestic air travel? Uh, is your school in your area shutting down? And it's like, no, uh, coconut. <laughs> you know, brown on the outside, white on the inside. And I'm like, damn, I'm just getting lit up, roasted in these comments, but nobody's actually listening to like, well, hold on, shh, what is Chingo saying over there? Y'all need to tune in, you know, because we're only one year into this regime. What's going to happen in the second year? What's going to happen between Russia and Ukraine, China and Taiwan? How much more fentanyl going to come in here? How many more Haitians up under bridges? How many more, you know, kids mysteriously getting dropped off in the middle of the night in just random counties? You know what I mean? How many more school closures? Um, what type of goof, goofy shit is Governor Newsom going to do? Um, Harris County, they put us in severe threat level red. And don't nobody give a fuck. It's like, bitch, pick a color. We don't care. <laughs> You know, in that same vein, um, the so like I sent you that picture yesterday of Lena Dolgo and the Fox thing and everything's red. Where we have to put it in severe code red because too many people are not boosted. We'll get we'll get to that in a second. Actually, I want to go back to would have been funny if Baby Bash or if Bash he took the Pat Oswalt photo and just did the exact same like made a parody of it. <laughs> took a wrote an apology. Yeah, took a picture. Yeah, that would see that have been like meta, right? Dude, that would have been, like, been so a meta. Joke within a joke. Uh, so you should maybe it's, maybe it might be a little too late, but be like, hey, maybe I'll try to do this and get your. Yeah. Uh, so I took the liberty of writing you a caption. Yeah, yeah. There maybe you go. take the photo kind of like this. And also back to the podcast with the Ghetto Boys. Uh, the comment section when I when it first got posted seemed pretty positive, and then I went back to it hours later, and that's when all the feuding was beginning, I guess, or had already begun. And then you had those comments, or like you just mentioned, the one that stuck out was was the most recent one at the time when I saw it, where it was like they don't like you, they don't like us, and you had actually replied to that one because obviously you can't reply to all of them. Is who's they and who don't they like? Right? They don't like black people or people that look like you. They don't, you know, they look at they smile on your face, but it's like, like well, that's a, I wanted to be like that's a shitload of mind reading right there. Like, what are you talking about? Like, stop being so self centered and and insecure and narcissistic. Yeah, like, <laughs> and you've said too, and you just said it earlier. Let me say it this way: You said that we give we try to give people the benefit of the doubt, and we do in real life and on the podcast. It doesn't seem that way to people when they, when they hear a show is like right leaning, conservative ish, whatever. Or even in the center, like if it just goes against the, yeah, the left narrative. The left left us. Right. And y'all still over there. So some people on this side may not even be that uh, generous with their ability to be like, all right, I'm going to forgive what you've said and, and whatever. They might just be like, fuck you. I never want to talk to you again. I would appreciate, like, some people may, might be like, well, you know, they've been saying this for years. Like, but yeah, but if they're admitting that they've been duped and they want to come to the side of truth or at least to the side that's trying to get the truth out, accept them. You can't shit on them forever because then you're not going to make any allies the way, you know, the way that the left says, like, they could be a good ally. Well, fuck. If they're going to leave the left because the left ain't got shit for them, like, let them come be an ally on this side. Yeah. 
If they tired of all this government overreach and government control and manipulation and lies, come to death row. There you go. If you're tired of the CEO dancing all in the video. So uh, what's up with New York Mayor Eric Adams? And he, he hired his brother to do, to do what? Play what role? Be his security. Be head of his security. I'm going to pull out oh, for you. Oh, shit. Okay. Blood thicker than water looking at. So Adam, uh, he defends. He's, I'm going to play a video with him and uh, Jake Tapper. He defends his brother's NYPD job, says he'll protect against white supremacists. So, what? this is what New York voted for. What, what? Where the white supremacists at? Let's go. Let's break where the they story at? down. Be clear on this. Uh, my brother is qualified uh, for the position. Uh, number one, he will be in charge of my security, uh, which is extremely important to me in a time when we see an increase in white supremacy and hate crime. <laughs> I have to take my secur- security. You mean black people punching Asians? <laughs> Is that what you mean by hate crimes? So oh, you're not allowed to bring that up. You're not allowed to bring up the black dude that ran the SUV over the kids and the grandmas. Oh, y'all didn't hear about there that. There was nobody in the car. It was just the car. Yeah, y'all didn't hear about that one, huh? So his brother, for the last uh, 11 years or so, has been. Let's see if I can find it real quick. Uh, he says, "I trust my brother to understand, uh, you know, protecting me." Blah blah blah. Let's get to where he was and where he's going to. He's basically. Damn it, I thought I highlighted it. He's in charge of parking at a, at a college in New York. He's in charge of the parking at the Commonwealth University of whatever. Okay. And now he's going to be uh, in, charge of his security. in charge of his security with a salary that... Do you want to guess how much the salary is? Um, let me guess. Uh, 350000 250 250 Well, you know. I mean, hey, if you want to cut corners with your security, you want to have a parking manager... In charge of your life? I mean, because white supremacy? You ain't really worried about shit if that's the case. Well, you obviously ain't worried about white supremacy. No. Um, you know what? One of the funniest things, bro, is you know how people say, if you're a minority or if you're black or if you're Hispanic, you can't be racist because it, you know, racism inherently requires, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, social status and like you got to be white and have power so that your hate now is actual racism have you heard that argument that if you're black or hispanic i've heard that that phrase but not the argument for it really yeah the argument is basically like it it, it might be some neo-marxist shit but it's basically like if you don't have power to go along with your hate then you can't really be like an actual racist so you can have minorities shitting on white people online all day long and that's not considered racism um so basically, I could pretty much say anything, and at the end of the day, you can't come at me and call me a racist because according to y'all's rules, I'm a victim anyway. Did you hear I said that on the Willie D thing on the? Scarf no, I haven't heard it yet. I'm heard it yet. Yeah, I basically they were like, "What does Pocho mean?" And then I'm oh. like, and I was like, "Well, it's kind of like Gringo a little bit." I was trying to explain how it's like, like it's a bastardized. Like you're not um. You're not from here. You, yeah, you have Mexican parts, but you're from over there. Yeah. And I think I said, it's kind of like gringo. They're like, what's gringo? And then Willie's trying to explain it to Scarface. And I'm like, I'm like, well, it's kind of like a derogatory. I'm like, it's pretty much like cracker. Yeah. And they're like, oh, uh, hey, oh, oh. Like, you can't say the C word, right? And I was like, guys, fellas, according to half of the country, I'm a victim and I'm marginalized. Therefore, I could pretty much say whatever. You know, you can't punch up. I, right? I'm gonna that, that's to the today. most, like, that whole argument is basically saying we're beneath white people. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's like saying, 
I don't know. It's like, well, you're punching up, therefore it's okay. What's like this? Guy? Actually, here's the paragraph too. Uh, what's his name? Bernard Adams, currently um, assistant director for parking at Virginia Commonwealth University, where he's worked since 2011, according to his LinkedIn profile. We'll now be jumping up to a 200, I think, 42 or 52 thousand dollar position. That's what you call a homie hookup, basically. What is that? Nepotism? Is that what it is? Yeah. Which, yep. whatever. I mean, if you're concerned about attacks from white supremacists and you feel like a brother can protect you so hey who's to say after the ball drop he took the subway home and had to call 911 the mayor had to call 911 on an assault thing was that a white supremacist i don't know it's just basically this is what people do when they're like hey dog it's kind of sketchy that you hiring your family for all these positions uh hold on now white supremacy and that's like, whoa, 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 hey, <laughs> hey, man, we were just, Easy. we were, hey, Take don't, it easy. you don't have to bust out the WS, <laughs> done brought up white supremacy, the we w. were just, the Wall Street Journal, we were just wondering how many of your family you was gonna hire, hey, man, shit, cause white supremacy, I gotta have my blood around me, and my, my health and my life is very important to me, Pirate. Pirt. <clears throat> All right, Project Veritas. Finally, we get to the get to the good part. For everyone still listening, congratulations, you made it to the good part. Project Veritas dropped a bombshell, which the average normie will dismiss it if they heard it, and or they'll never believe it. Yeah. So leaked military documents contradict Anthony Fauci uh, under oath. On Fauci's under oath as testimony regarding gain of function research. How many? T- I don't know how many times exactly. Senator. Senator. Yeah. Senator. Senator. By the current definition of gain of function, it is not, it does not, Senator, it does not, I hear what you're implying, but it does not fit the current working definition. Motherfucker, did you or did you not make that bullshit in the lab? How many times, too, like half a dozen maybe at least that we have of these like back and forth with Rand Paul and Fauci? Which it should be more people. There should be more people pressing him about these subjects. Especially but, now. Yeah, especially now. So it's like, it's like blood in the water. He's been not MIA because you still see him on TV from time to time, but it has gone down over the last twelve months. But now this shit needs to ramp up because we need some we need some questions answered. Where these docs come from? Did you know that they suppress some of these? What part did the NIH and the NISD have with uh, making sure nobody found out what was going on here? Why are you throwing DARPA's name into the mix? What's going on there? Why is DARPA upset now that you've put their name into the mix, into these documents, into whatever, whatever? Bruh. So much. So much with Fauci, y'all. There's so much. Like when uh, the Great Barrington Declaration, when you had a group of uh, professors and scientists argue that lockdowns are not a good method. They shut it down. Francis Collins. If you haven't watched it by now, I mean, I'm, I'm sure most of you have, but if you haven't, make the time to watch it today because uh, it'll get taken down eventually from some of these places. And I know James O'Keefe had the, has a newsletter where he sends all this stuff out, but here, let me just give you the first paragraph of, of a quote from it. Though the main report regarding the EcoHealth Alliance proposal leaked on the internet a couple months ago, which we've talked about when it did, um, it has remained unverified until now. Project Veritas has obtained a separate report to the Inspector General of the Department of Defense, written by U.S. Marine Corps uh, Major Joseph Murphy, a former DARPA fellow. So there's a lot of juicy shit in there. It's a lot of stuff that, even if you've been following it, you're like, wait, 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 how much money to who? What's the timeline? Who's involved? Why is this just not coming out? So you might have to watch it a time or two, a couple mm-hmm. times. But um, so it's interesting. It's, yeah, so basically, these uh, DARPA documents 
I don't know if you could call that person a whistleblower or what, but but it, it pretty much shows that there was gain-of-function research that they damn well knew about, but the minute they get questioned on, under oath, they're like, ah, oh, Senator, it's, Senator, it's not, it's not. Yeah, and this goes back to 2018, seeking funding and trying to, you know, kick off some of these things that, I mean, I thought what I had read wasn't really supposed to be going down. Dude, they're doing... Um there, I heard there was an, another U.S.-funded lab in uh, Kazakhstan where... You mean where the revolution's going on? Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, it was in Kazakhstan where um, a, a bio lab or something got hacked, you know. And then and then in the city of Xi'an in um, China, which is a city that's like 40% bigger than New York, they, they shut it down. And you never know what kind of information to believe from the CCP. But they're basically saying like, well, we had like, you know, 20 cases and like two of them was Omicron. Some people uh, think that it's a new strain over there. And mind you, the uh, Genocide Olympics are coming up in a couple weeks. And um, so they shut down the whole city. Like there's a lot of weird footage of like how, you know, to the extent they're locking people up in the buildings and, and all kinds of shit. So keep an ear on that. Have you heard of, um, and this is another one that I didn't even put on there, but the Flurona? I Flurona. <laughs> I Flurona. That's a problem. So what's up with Flurona? What symptoms to expect from a Flurona infection? Americans now face a new potential problem this winter because of the rise of coronavirus Flurona. or getting the flu and coronavirus at the same time. I think that's just propaganda to to um, to sidestep the fact that the flu went on vacation in 2020. Like they were just inflating numbers because guess who was in office? You know what I'm saying? Like all of a sudden the CDC backtracked. Be like, oh, look, the flu came back. And then they start saying, oh, maybe some of these tests can't really tell the difference. Duck Dynasty star Sadie Robertson reveals Flurona diagnosis. Flurona refers to contracting the flu and COVID at sim- simultaneously. Which which character was that? Somebody from Duck Dynasty. Which, which one? The chick. Uh, the chick. Yo, I'm a fan of the uh, the dad, the old man. Oh yeah, yeah. They have a podcast. Yeah, I'll tell you about it. I thought. Oh, I thought it was uh, maybe it did. Yeah, dude. Uh, that man is gangster, bro. He he. Don't, I've never heard it. He don't play. No, 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 not the. I mean, I only heard like one episode of the podcast, mm-hmm. but just in general. Oh, okay. He's old school. Like he's like the Bible, America, Constitution, and don't fucking play. Don't come down here to Louisiana with that bullshit. Louisiana is weird. It's weird how their how their legislative legislative bodies have been working as far as mandates, as far as school things. You know, it's it's odd. What what is going on? They're pretty strict. So they like a blue state. They are a blue state, I believe. Yeah. Oosh. Eesh. Yeah. But you don't expect. I don't know why. I just. I don't know. I don't know why I don't expect it to be that that blue or left leaning. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah. It don't make no sense. How did that happen? They couldn't keep it together. What happened? Louisiana, what happened? ¿Qué pasó? Um, and everybody, chime in. Let us know how, how are things where you, in your neck of the woods, like L.A. County. You know what I'm saying? What's going on? Mayor Garcetti, uh, you know, Governor Newsom. What state do you live in? Are your schools <clears throat> open? I mean, we've been talking about this. We're on episode 122. And it might have been episode 36 or something when I went on a rant saying like, like they can't even tell you when your kids going to go back. They just got y'all in Zoom school all fucking day. 
And when they do let you go back, you're in a mask all day and, and this and that. You know that they probably set their kids up. You've seen those videos where parents are like, they're out there, you know, uh, protesting and they have their kids probably like six, seven years old and they're holding signs like, I belong in, in school or I belong in the classroom. Like it's a, it's a crazy image to see, but, but at seven, the kids understand what the fuck's going on. We tried to tell y'all, man, these teachers unions are, are not for the kids. No. We tried to tell y'all, we've been doing this shit 122 episodes Half y'all just call us coconut sellouts. That's all y'all want to believe and think is that if we're not over here on Biden Harris's nuts, you know, since we're not impressed with who who the Democrats came up with, this lackluster candidate, it's going to take more than Eva Longoria, John Leguizamo, America Ferreira, and George Lopez, you know, with the amount of influence they have, it's going to take more than them and Despacito. You in know, 2024. We, we've uh, referenced Keith Overman before in the past with his unhinged rants. Did you see his, his 1 6 rant? What, did, what the fuck does motherfucker say? Let's do it. January 6th, one year. And what have we done with that year? In essence, nothing. Subpoenas issued, ignored, mocked. Traitors, crooks, sadists, racists, gun fetish psychos, seditionist congressmen, plotters of coup d'etat, still strung out on stupidity and impunity and ready to do it all over again. And they are not even the real problem. We are. One year gone. And if the midterms only go as badly as midterms usually go, only one year left. And where is the special prosecutor making life a living hell for Bannon and Miller, Gozer and Boebert, Jordan and McCarthy and Trump? Where is the attorney general giving us not a boilerplate speech, but indictments? Where is the Homeland Security chief telling us, yes, January 6th was terrorism. The Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers are terrorist organizations. And no, you're not crazy. If you and I stormed the Capitol, we would be met by rubber bullets and tear gas. And where is the president who is preserving and protecting and defending the Constitution of the United States of America? Where is the president who knows that they are not going to change their minds because you govern well, that the Republicans will destroy democracy, and if they take the House, they will impeach you anyway? Where is the president who will fire this wooden statue we call Merrick Garland? Where is the president who is not sleepwalking and hiding behind naive, antiquated cliches about bipartisanship when the other side is trying to kill all of us? <laughs> the pre- With no weapons, huh? I can't do another Shut minute of that. You know, he lost his show, and now he's just putting a suit on, going out on his terrace and ranting. I mean, he'd be a good actor, you know? Seems like he can really put on a character. He does these uh, soliloquies, like, the... <laughs> Coup d'etat, yeah. Bobert, Trump, Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene, Gates, who are willing to do it again. Dude, pobrecito. They injected some shit into his brain. <clears throat> I don't know, man. He must not know that um, there's a lot of feds out there. He must not know that when they ask the FBI director or, or uh, attorney general, um, yeah, what's his name? Merrick Garland. When they ask him, like, hey, so how many government employees were working that day? Uh, no comment like a motherfucker. Let me ask you again, sir. How many feds was a part of this PSYOP, this actual coup d'etat? Because, uh, yeah, it was a lot of people pissed off, you know, that Trump won. Did you, uh, did you see Tucker Carlson's uh, video on uh, Wall Street Pelosi? No. We're going to go out on this. Savage mode. Basically. So yesterday was Sunday. You may have found yourself on the couch idly flipping around the TV dial. And if you flipped far enough, you could have had the shock of your life. Michael Jackson was on Face the Nation. 
Now, to be clear, this wasn't video of Michael Jackson performing his hit songs in the 1990s. This appeared to be a living version of the international pop star that news reports claim died of a drug OD more than a dozen years ago. And yet, despite those claims, there he was, fully, undeniably Michael Jackson, talking on television. How can that be? Honestly, we have no idea. We're not theologians here. This is merely a news program. We can only show you what we saw. Here it is. There's nothing more important for us to do than protect our Constitution and our democracy. What the Republicans are doing across the country is really a a legislative continuation of what they did on January 6th, which is to undermine our democracy. Bitch. See? Michael Jackson. That was him. (laughs) No Billie Jean. Apparently he's given up singing. I can't believe he did that. That's so funny. Same man. If you've ever seen Michael Jackson, you cannot forget the face. Though admittedly, he's had a lot of work done since we saw him last. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, ha, ha, ha. Uh, that's, he knows what he's doing. It's going to rile all kinds of feathers. They're like, he's a fucking white supremacist. Tucker's probably like, man, I can't be coming in second to Joe Rogan. I need 10 million more or 9 million more views to catch up. Man, y'all better catch up. Yeah, that's wild, man. It's funny how Robert Malone was like, Hey, y'all should go check out this paper. It's called uh, Mass. What is it? Mass formation, formation psychosis, uh, hypnosis, or psychosis. And um, people lost their mind. Their mind. Oh my God, <laughs> racist! Uh, Joe Rogan's a uh, misogynist, transphobic. Friends with Dave Chappelle. Uh. So we're halfway through January. At this point, we're almost halfway through January when this drops tomorrow. Will be the twelfth. Um, give me your predictions for for this first quarter. Let's go that. Let's just go that far. Not too far in the future, but first quarter. You know, we're gonna end up in some in rather winter, and then going into the spring. What are you gathering as far as tension, as far as energy in the country? Maybe listeners of the podcast. What are people? What are people wanting? Doing? Uh, if I had to kind of just guess a little bit, I'd say that. Um, you know, with the amount of back and forth confusion between the CDC and Sotomayor, weird info and schools shutting down, pissing off a lot of liberal parents that are like, well, fuck, man, I'm no Republican, but shit, man, open up the goddamn school. And, and yeah, keep that shit up. Keep that up. See if you don't end up on the uh, Department of Justice hit list. Uh, have the feds at your door, call you a domestic, whatever, a terrorist. Um, I, I believe that as inflation shows no sign of really like going down a whole lot, um, you know, the jobs report, the polls of people saying that we're on the wrong track. I feel like the amount of um, questioning le- the legitimacy of this regime and people getting just frustrated with how they're handling everything and how they just look incompetent and they're, they lost control of COVID. Their whole thing was Trump doesn't have a plan. You know, you need me, somebody with a plan. You know, he's chaos. He's divisive. Look at me. I'm unity. And then you come in and you start hitting people with mandates. Um, so I just feel that overall, that sentiment of, did these motherfuckers really win? And what's all this bullshit? And sound like y'all on China's nuts. And like, and I'm starting to think the news is fake. I believe that all that is only going to get stronger. Our show is only going to get bigger. Uh, people are going to stop misconstruing you know two uh, mexican americans talking about politics and stuff like that as sell out coconuts want to be white hate their people hate their heritage forgot where they came from mean brown faces of white supremacy it's like 
y'all made all that shit up guess who guess who made that up for you a white person a white person assigned you that opinion and now you over here hating on me and rob that was very because well you're put. a fool's gone wild that was very well put you know you over there with fool's gone wild uh coming up with y'all's pronouns and shit after this first year of this uh, regime's you know whatever you want to call it uh grab for power everywhere do you feel uh like vindicated in a sense uh not yet <laughs> according to these comments uh go to the ghetto boys reloaded page and leave us a comment let people you know let these people know you know that hey it might sound weird that how could a mexican-american ever vote republican or, mm. or whatever right go on there and inform them that hey it's 2022 you know because they were flabbergasted. They're like, how could somebody be for the party that wants a, a a border and a wall for national security and this and that? And and it's like, well, I mean, a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're not a monolith. That clip that they used, too, of uh, you talking about the Uber story Oh yeah, was an interesting clip to use because that, you know, for sure got a lot of people to be like, either pro, for or against whatever you said. Like, that's yeah. not true. Or people, you made yeah, it. people thought I was making it up. I'm like, look into it. Yeah. He like, should have been like, I got 15 other Uber stories. <laughs> They're very similar. Well, that was that was an in Mexico story. But like um, Oscar El Blue told us that he reported that um, a lot of Mexicans in deep southern Mexico with the influx of the invasion of uh, people coming through their country displacing them, changing their culture, like they feel like they're being replaced. You know, his words, right? And some of these people in these comments... They just can't believe it. They're like, uh, yeah, you felt dimension, da 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 and there's no way Mexicans could be saying that. It's like, if you have family in Mexico, call them, pick their brain, and just kind of ask a couple questions about, like, hey, how do people feel about, or, like, what are you seeing? What are people saying? Don't take my word for it. Um, you can think I'm a liar all you want, but the Rio Grande Valley has already had a belly full of these policies and their first line to feeling the crime surge and just the threat, like the high speed chases and like cartel posting up in their town and just the amount of drugs and, and you know, shit flowing through their human trafficking. It's like people don't want that in the community, bro. So you can call me what you want, but I'm just letting you know how like a person with a brain, like average people with kids that just want to send their kids off to school hopefully the school's open they just trying to get back to work you know they're just trying to stack up in this unstable economy yeah uh, i think things are going to heat up this week with uh supreme court and this mac uh this uh mandate whatever fucking jab mandate and then the project veritas leak and the darpa stuff and uh i think more statistics will be coming out too they're gonna be con convincing and confusing as they're backtracking more like, people yeah yeah it's like they have to it's like they're um it's up. The jig is up, right? And they have to start like slowly dripping like, out some slowly, of the shit we've been talking about for two years now. The things that were consp considered conspiracy. Now they're like, yeah, masks don't really work. And yeah. oh yeah, most of the people that died had four comorbidities. Yeah. And you know, and so on. So we got way in week two for the Chingo Chats. Uh, first initial challenge on Friday. And then, uh, yeah, we'll see how the Magic Minds has done over the last couple of days. And we'll see people inside the Patreon later this week. For sure. Leave us a comment. Y'all stay safe. Talk to you later. Peace.